Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. My name is Dylan. I'm Darius. And I'm Jan. And Trek to the Holodeck is the only... Only. Asterisk, we're pretty sure. (laughs) Holodeck-focused Star Trek podcast out there. What does that mean? We watch every single Holodeck episode in Star Trek history, and we rank them. We rank them, baby. Yeah. (laughs) We do it. How do we rank them, Darius? Uh, we have a very uh, elegant and very accurate system that we call DRASCs. It stands for Dialogue, Romance, Action, Suspense, Camp, and Stakes. And we rate these episodes on a scale of one to five for each one of those categories. And then we average out that score. And for all you red shirts out there who don't know what a holodeck is, like a loser... Bunch of red shirts. A bunch of red shirts. Soon to be cool person. Soon to be loser. cool person. <laughs> loser. Uh, the holodeck is basically a room you walk into and you can simulate any situation, any place that you want to. It's like the, what's that thing? And if you you like the X-Men, there's like a room in the X-Men danger, room. The danger room. Yeah, the danger room that's kind of like that. So it's like that. It's like VR. Yeah. Virtual reality. Yeah. It's like your imagination. <laughs> if- and we're judging all the episodes. Any episode that you can even peep the holodeck, like just from the corner of your eye, you can see it all the way up to holodeck episodes where it, like the whole thing takes place in the holodeck. So. Right, like if, the, if, if us recording this podcast was an episode and you were watching what was going on right now, because I know yeah. you're just listening to this podcast, we would be rating this because my background is the Hollow Suite. Whoa, whoa! I think D Space um, Nine does have the highest ratio of people just hanging out in the Hollow Suite, but not yeah. really fully using it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, what episode are we doing this week? Uh, whoa. We are doing. Whoa, we're doing whoa. Uh, a DS Nine episode. I believe it's season five, episode ten. Is that right? That's yeah, right. or season three, episode ten. Cinco, season, season five, five, episode ten. Rapture. Woo! It's a good one. So, um, so I, I don't know. So, maybe like get your uh, go to go to like uh, uh, what a Goodwill and like find this old painting that you just probably like <laughs> think might have some significance to it and yeah. like buy it for like five bucks. And yeah. then it turns out it starts giving you crazy visions. Yeah, you're kind of a profit guy, right? And so make sure you have that. <laughs> make sure you're getting those visions. You're holding the painting around, and then like you're walking around the street, and then you start taking your clothes off because <laughs> this thing is telling you all sorts of visions and stuff. Uh, and then you walk into a KFC, and you look into the sky, and y- you say, "Come with me on our trip." Simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. No, I think we were doing a pretty good job there, but the KFC sorry. thing. It got a little weird. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I totally diverged that one. 
My bad. Well, no, good, good to name drop our new sponsor, Kentucky KFC. KFC. Yeah. Yep. Make sure to check out their uh, honey crisp chicken. Uh, fried chicken. <laughs> We're all going to be playing the Colonel on a new commercial. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, of KFCs. <laughs> um, we also have a very exciting announcement. This is the first episode officially a part of the IndieSaurus network. Which yeah, is, we announced it last episode that we were going to be joining them, and this is the first one that we've got to release on the network. I think Woo. there's there's a, a network identifier. So, oh, uh, so let's let's play one, it right now. now. Cool. Oh, wasn't that awesome? Oh, That's okay. such a cool identifier. Now, you guys Darius, just love that. <laughs> make sure you put it in there, and and we all did a good job of reacting as if we just heard it. And right, definitely right. cut this none part of us, out. None of us has none of us has heard it. None of yeah. us has heard it no, yet because we don't have it yet. <laughs> but, but when with, I edit this audio episode, magic. we'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, just a perfect. Okay, mm. we're coming back in here. Incredible! Wow, it's Done. so freaking good. <laughs> Such a great signature. That was great. Yeah, oh, man, rad. they killed it with that signature. Absolutely, and I really obviously we were consulted and knew about it. Yes, and have been developing the sound for so long. I really right. like the parts where it kind of goes like, mm, yeah. you know, like yep. like no, no, that, yeah. and then like you don't even have like, to do it, kind of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like the little yeah. wobble that they put in. Oh there. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, little sounds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it just like I, I have this fifteen thousand dollar audiophile <laughs> system. I just like stand in this room that is perfectly equalized and, you know, you can like kind of hear yourself breathing, their heartbeat and your pulse. Yeah. I just listen to it there. It's like, it sounds Bro. real good in there. Does anyone else go to sleep to it? Yes. Yeah. I've listened to it like probably over a hundred times because I just play it on repeat yeah. when I go to sleep. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thanks it's on my, it's gonna, at my 2021 <laughs> Spotify most listened to. It's just going to be sound the signature. Sound, sound signature. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. This week's episode um, of DS9 aired originally on December 10th, 1996. 1996. I believe I this is the first episode of Star Trek to air after the release of Star Trek First Contact. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Is that why they have the, the new unis? That's why they got the new unis. The new units. <laughs> they like I held like, off which, on putting on on screen on TV until the movie released. It's so cool. Is is Star Trek Discovery? Does it hold the record for having the most different types of uniforms of any Star Trek? Not counting like w- admiral Series. uniforms and dress uniform changes. No, and, no, like yeah. just uniforms that the, they all have to wear. Because I feel like they've introduced what now three. New uniforms? So many freaking uniforms. Four or five, I feel. Because, you know, at the last episode, they change uniforms, which are yeah. different from the other 31st century uniforms. Uh-huh. And then they're changing that one again. So, like, there's one uniform that didn't even last a whole episode. <laughs> The yeah, gray and it ones? was like half an episode. It wasn't yeah. even a. It was like three minutes three of minutes. an episode, and yeah. then boom, out the door, oh, new color episode, new color. <laughs> uniforms. Uh, but I do think that is a positive change. I I, I liked the cut of the gray ones, but um, mm-hmm. the I just needed more color, and they did it. Kind of liked how goofy they looked. They still look goofy, yeah, in the best way. You know what? I absolutely do not like still <clears throat> new com badges. The, yeah, right. they look like a um, beetle. 
Beetles, yes. Like I was, was going to say the mummy thing. The mummy the scarabs. The mummy beetles. <laughs> they look like a scarab. Yeah, yeah. Beetle. They look like little scarabs. I don't like it. It's totally. going to freak me out in one episode because it's just going to go. <laughs> and it's, it's scary. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> Michael Burnham is going to be like, uh, activate spider. Activate mode. spider uh, batch. Spider and it's mode. Be like, Dope. Yeah, and like crawl and like. <laughs> okay. Uh, the teleplay for this episode was done by Hams Beimler. Beimler. HB. 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 Hubbub. 36 episodes of TNG and DS9 combined. He did a lot. Wow. He did a lot. The yeah. story was by LJ Strom. This is LJ Strom's only credit ever. We we what? and there's no information on them, so we don't know the gender. It's just a person, LJ Strom. It sounds like it's like it was a pitch. Like LJ knows somebody in the writer's room. It's like, what if this, like, what if Cisco, like, and it was too integral. And they were like, this is actually had. an incredible idea and we have to buy it off of you. Like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not a writer. You can have it, but <laughs> you know, it was a writer's assistant who had like a day on the job and they were like, what if like this happened? And they were like, shut okay. the fuck up. That's, <laughs> that's a really good idea though. And then like he got fired the next day because he stayed all night like transcribing <laughs> notes and showed up the next day in his pajamas. <laughs> Do you think LJ Strom is just a like uh pseudonym for like somebody on the show or like Ooh. Yeah, or but, yeah. one of the writers or something and they just didn't want credit for this, so they just gave LJ Strom. The I think it would be so cool if we could figure out who LJ Strom was. That's going to be our next. That's our new uh, limited series uh, yeah, podcast that we're going to release behind the paywall of the new Indiesaurus. Uh, <laughs> Who is LJ Strom? <laughs> and it's going to be a um, like it's reply be like all a, style. Uh, a what? Reply, reply all style of like yeah. who is yeah. LJ Strom? I was going to say it's it's like a serial style podcast where we're yeah, like yeah. trying to yeah out in the street. It all started with Raptor, but we didn't realize. <laughs> LJ Strong. And then it's going to like, it's going to like deteriorate like a tickled situation. We're going to find ourselves in like some weird like underground mob. Like, we're here right now outside of Paramount Pictures. Uh, uh, We're talking to the gate man. Hi, gate man. Uh, What was your name? Uh, My name is LJ Strong. Wait a second. What? Hold on. That's Wait, how, what? That's how, like, but not, not five ep- LJ Strom. <laughs> right. That's like how five episodes in a row open, and within the episode, we never yeah. get to that part and we just tease it. Does that drive anybody else nuts? Where it's like they repeat yeah. the bit, like, I'm only listening for this. I yeah. only want to know the answer to this. And like, we know. <laughs> This is, but you're not going to know. We're not going to, it's going to be the last uh, five minutes. The rest, of the, the rest of the episode is them sitting in a KFC, just like talking about things. <laughs> oh man. KFC. Such a good establishment. Such a great establishment. Yeah. I'm eating it right now. Uh, you guys can't see it, but no. I am chowing we're, down. We're on Zoom and we can't see it, but it's just because yeah. Zoom's algorithm is so good about removing. It gets rid of yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, this has gone completely off the rails. This episode was directed by Jonathan West. He's normally a DP. He was DP for The Next Generation on seasons six and seven, and seasons three through seven of Deep Space Nine. But he has directed wow. a few episodes. That's rad. Good yeah. for Johnny West. I'm surprised, actually, they had him direct this one, because there are actually some different environments in this where you might want a DP 
But yeah, yeah, and it's pretty character heavy. Even though, like, I feel like this is definitely. I don't know. It feels like a less visual episode, even though there are like some cool elements. But it doesn't feel like too flashy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, the music was done by our dear friend Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Do we have Darth? a sing for Denny Mac? Can we have? We- can we have Return of the Mac? Just like the. <laughs> Danny Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. I don't know that. Return of the Mac. You don't know Return of the Mac? You never heard Return of the Mac? Well, when you're editing this episode, when you're, you're, excuse me, when you're working with the editor on this episode, Darius, (laughs) (laughs) uh, look up Return of the Mac Mm -hmm. and put, and and put the the, the intro to it. I can say this because the episode's already out by now, but how, how awesome was that Jay Chadaway? I had it's so incredible. much fun with that Jay Chadaway. I'm telling you, man, you're gonna you're gonna have fun with this Denny <laughs> Mac one. Oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, Return of the Mac is incredible. It's, it's so you're gonna good. listen to the whole song and then you're gonna listen to it again. Return of the Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. It's actually it should be return, guys. It's obviously it should be return of Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Return of Denny Mac. That makes sense because it just stands yeah. properly. So we'll return just, of Denny Mac. Return of Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Anyways, <laughs> we are we are getting way off topic. I love this. Um, I love it. Oh man! This week, this week on our fabulous uh, segment where we ask one of our hosts. To tell us what happened in this episode in 30 seconds or less, this week we have a very special, special contestant. Darius, who do we have as our Please, contestant this week? Welcome to the stage, Jan. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. I'm so excited. I just had a, uh, a, a Diet Pepsi with my bucket of chicken. Back there, yeah, you, you like to, that bucket of chicken, to, right? You get you get that complimentary KFC that we gave you. I, yeah. I did. I enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope your belly is full and you are all calfed up, uh, caffeinated. That is with the the diet Pepsi uh, and the chicken. Uh, so <clears throat> this is how it works. You get thirty seconds uh, to explain what happened in the episode, and if you get it under thirty seconds, you win a couple more piles of fried chicken from KFC. I'm pumped. We will start the timer whenever you're ready, Jan. Cardassia is returning a piece of Bajoran artwork that presumably they had hanging up in their bathroom. Everybody gets really excited about it, especially Cisco, who starts seeing crazy things. He goes into the holodeck to try to recreate this ancient puzzle that's in the painting, and he gets zapped because Quark won't fix the holosuite. Uh, and then he starts seeing really crazy visions, and he starts solving all these old prophecies for Bajorans. Uh, Cassie Yates comes back. He probably bangs her because he's really <laughs> into it. And then Bashir memory wipes or, or brain wipes. Ah. Denzo. Done. I'm so sorry, Jan. Uh, the buckets of chicken You're will not be given away. to you no, today. No, sorry. no. <laughs> right. We forgot to announce the surprise uh, for getting this all correct is a lifetime supply of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken. Man. Gosh. Well... <laughs> That was unfortunate. I think you got some good details in there. Um, I specifically like the detail that you said that everyone has this hanging in their bathroom, which is something I didn't even 
think about. Right. Which I'm imagining all Bajorans <laughs> having, yeah, like a, a print of this yeah. in their bathroom. <laughs> this is an NFT. This is the original fungible uh, <laughs> token of of this artwork from 20,000 years ago but everybody else has a copy of it but like this yeah. one's worth a lot and the Cardassians have just been holding on to it <laughs> are okay so technically are like hard to come by holodeck programs NFTs yeah yeah in fact, that's something that Pert would 100% be, would, would do. <laughs> non-fungible tokens, yeah, 100%. I'm super into non-fungible tokens. <laughs> I want to make a Trek to the Holodeck NFT and only make one of them ever. And I don't know what it would even be. Because it costs it would, like $50 to make these things the first time. Yeah. And then after oh, that, you can kind of make as many as you want of them. But like the first one is like 50 bucks. Be us. It's got to be. I, I, I'm, uh, I 100% support people who know that somebody's going to make an NFT of like a thing that they did. So they just go ahead and preemptively do it. Cause if mm-hmm. like the girl who does the, um, what is it? The over attached ex over attached girlfriend image. You know, that oh, one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 she was yeah. like, I'm going to go ahead and make one. Cause I know they're going to take this picture if I don't do it. And she made a ton of money off of it. Good for her. Cause like she, I don't think has ever been able to monetize that. any of that. Yeah. yeah. So I support yeah. that. I don't support me. Like drawing a Bajoran obelisk and saying it's Bahala. Like, uh, guys, get the NFT of this. <laughs> you don't support that? Because that could be the Trek to the Holodeck NFT, Jan. Is it is a personalized Jan drawing of Bahala? That would be pretty I'm gonna sick, do it. actually. It looks like it looks like the quality of that painting looks like somebody got, you know, the regular twenty-four pack of colored crayons. And it was the impressionist time of Bajor, okay? <laughs> What's I this? Just love- this is just kind of my idea of what like this best city of all time that the prophets made us build looks like. Great, frame it, ship it. What's it. awesome? I'm not done. It's Wait, not even what? done. What? I haven't even filled it in completely. I'm not, it's not yeah, even big. I just have this is the the pre-scout. No, nope. okay. I was gonna have another. I was gonna have another reflection so people could see all four sides of the obelisk. No, 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 no. The I think prophets. Be good. I like that. The prophets. It's we gotta ship it. We gotta ship it right now. Prophets. What was that? Prophets. What? Yeah, they, yeah. They just said they. Yeah, they're gonna say what they you just said. Ship right it. Now. They said yeah. ship it. <laughs> I had a vision. It was the prophets behind a desk. They said a big old stamp on a piece of paper. It said "joink ship it." So, <laughs> what did you okay, guys like about this? I was gonna say, would you guys recommend watching this episode based purely off of the holodeck content? Yes, you would. Yeah, Cisco is so fucking wily in there. I think it's worth it just to watch him be this like crazy child looking at an obelisk. In my opinion, I think yeah. it is interesting to see. Um, oh my god, name escaping me. Help, help. Which one? Cisco actor. Cisco. Oh, is now I'm blanking. Now I'm blanking. Oh, how fuck. is this happening? <laughs> Wait. Um. Um. Uh. Uh. Yeah, duh, 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 duh. uh <laughs> No, I'm gonna get it. I'm I gonna can't get it. believe this. Um, oh, oh, no, we could have a whole 30 minute podcast of us trying to remember. <laughs> trying to remember. <laughs> How could we possibly? This week on the show, we try to remember Benjamin Cisco's Avery Brooks. <laughs> Avery, Avery Brooks. Brooks. Oh, it should be easy to remember. That A-B. was painful. So oh. embarrassing. We have to cancel the podcast. We have to send back all this chicken. We don't deserve it. <laughs> We have to apologize to everyone. We and failed. We're so sorry. sorry. We're yeah. so sorry. Yeah. It's fun to see him uh, be that manic weirdo like he was in so Armand Bashir. And 
Um, but I can't, I so can't young, recommend this. No, I can't recommend it for just a holiday content. I have to draw a line. <laughs> I, I recommend the episode, but yeah, yeah, I'm on the fence. Um, um, that's probably a no from me. Um, it's gonna be a no from me, Doug. It's gonna be a no from me, Doug. I just, <laughs> I guess, yeah, the holiday. I guess the real fun stuff with Cisco is when he starts talking to uh, Jake, his kid, about. This is one of my favorite parts of the episode outside of the holodeck is when he's talking to Jake and he's like, when I looked at your sweet little baby face and I, I saw your whole life just ripple out in front of you and it's really sweet and you're like, <clears throat> like oh, this is really nice. And then he starts to make the baby <laughs> hand gesture and then look down at his hand and then he starts talking about time and space and he's like the universe is just a little baby and you're like oh god this got really fucking crazy really you know, fast i you know what i i got a vibe of or like started thinking like my my fan brain started thinking or like making connections i started thinking about the movie arrival have you guys seen arrival yeah 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 uh, yeah it's incredible spoiler alert if you haven't seen arrival and care don't listen to the next 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I feels like because of the times that he hangs out with the prophets, that he might start seeing time, experiencing time <gasps> non-linearly. Oh, and maybe shit. as like when he was holding Jake, he was feeling those effects of those things. This is just yeah. a, a fun like headcanon theory thing. Yeah, That's maybe. good. I like that. Yeah. I, it gave me Close Encounters vibes. Oh, I mean, when he's rearranging <laughs> he's the stuff the on re- the plate, I'm like, this <laughs> oh. is Close Encounters, 100. Yeah. percent He's going full Richard Dreyfus on us. Yeah. This is a good. This is a good time to throw in a, a guest star shout out. We got uh, mm-hmm. Penny Johnson reprising her role as Cassidy Yates Welcome because back. she's in this scene. Yeah, yeah. Thank she, God. She gets. She uh, she finishes her extensive six month sentence in Federation on a fit Federation. Prison. Well, it's like a mining colony, probably, right? Because that's what for helping terrorists. Well, for basically, I, like, I know helping I a terrorist organization. Like, but she's rehabilitated. Yeah. But a mining. I feel like the Federation punishment is like really fucked up and not within accordance of what like Star Trek is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, they put them in like labor camps instead of like. I don't know, rehabilitating people? Well, maybe they give you a choice. Maybe they're like, look, it could be like 30 years, just regular incarceration. Um, you know, you we'll, we'll rehabilitate you slowly. You can get your GED or whatever. Or yeah. you could do six months of hard labor on a dilithia, <laughs> in a dilithium mine. Just bang it out. Just bang it out. And uh, this, is, <laughs> this is a weird thing, but what's worse, hard labor or solitary confinement? I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say solitary confinement. I, I would say solitary confinement. I will take. Yeah. Six, I, I think we all know after a year yeah. of this pandemic that we're like, I'll do the, I'll do something. I'll just do something. I'll do something. Anything. Don't work me to yeah. death, but I'll do it. I'll do it for six months. Give me yeah. a tiny pickaxe, and I'll go down there with yeah. all the holograms. <laughs> Little tiny pickaxe. They give you like a finger sized pickaxe, and you're just like, <laughs> two two weeks into <laughs> it, he's like, "Hey, can I do the thirty years of solitary confinement? I cannot yeah. work with these guys. These guys are the most <laughs> annoying people." <laughs> Uh, if you guys want to know what we're referencing, check out our episode, Author, Author. It's from season one of our series. That was before we got our KFC endorsement. Or the incredible indie source, the magnum opus, the <laughs> signature. Uh, 
I really oh hope this God. whole KFC bit's not going to get Indiesaurus into trouble. They're gonna, immediately <laughs> one week into the existence of the podcast network, they're going to get a season desist. Shut down. <laughs> our, our fucking KFC bit and our Viacom <laughs> Um, let's do the last two guest star shout outs real quick. Get them out of the way. Yeah. Uh, Ernest Perry Jr. as Admiral Charles Watley, uh, which Love I thought him. he did a great job. Yeah. Love great this job. character. Whenever you see an admiral and you're, you're like, what's, what's this admiral going to do? And he's just like, I'm just like, I'm just cool. I'm just a cool yeah. guy. <laughs> and I love, I love his, the last line that he has at the end of the episode where he's like, is that the, uh, emissary talking or the captain? And Benjamin Cisco's like, it's both. And he's like, <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like you, Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll keep that bottle of champagne he, ready or something like that. I'll yeah, keep it on ice. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, yeah that's what he says. <laughs> and uh, Luis Fletcher oh. as one of the greatest Star Trek villains of all time, Kai oh. Wynn. She's so good. I like. I, I hate, hate Kai Wynn so <laughs> much. It's really and for the. Go ahead. For the longest time, I couldn't figure out if it was because I thought the actor was bad or I just hated the character so much, and. I'll say having grown up in the Southeast of the United States of America, that pious, like I am better than you because of my <sighs> religion yeah. tone that she does is it's like, Oh, extremely. I don't know. I think this is a miss. I won't say triggering, but it's, it's just like, it, it, it spikes me. It's, you know, it, it like I my go, heart rate Ugh. goes up yeah. when she gives that speech about like, Oh, I just, let faith take, let Jesus take the wheel, basically, is yeah. what she says. My heart rate went up. I was like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> she's always, go, she's so lady. opportunistic, though. She's always like, I think she in this is. situation, saying faith is going to get me what I want. Like, there's this mm-hmm. episode previous to this where Kira's boyfriend, Vedic um, Burial, is like dying. And she's like, um, wake him up. I need him for the negotiations. <laughs> and, like, he'll die if I he wakes up. I can't do this up. without him. It's like, I, yeah. But I can't, I literally can't do this without him. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, um, but, you know, he's, he would want it because he loves the prophet so much. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, okay, we'll wake him Whatever. up. Whatever. <laughs> Bashir is like, uh, so, okay. Oh, God. Bashir probably, Incredible. although, as we know, this is not the real Bashir. Uh, but Bashir <laughs> yeah, probably. Which we will get to in a moment. <laughs> Bashir's had probably so many of these moments where somebody is like, either on the the bed or whatever and it's like we either got to put them to sleep or wake them up or else they're going to die and somebody walks in and is like you can't do that i cannot have you do that he has to die what why why <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's got to die today today he has to die uh so do you guys want to talk about the bashir thing yeah let's yes. do it why not let's talk about bashir so in this episode, Bashir, quote unquote, saves Cisco by stopping Cisco from the stuff that is making Cisco have all these visions is also killing him, of course. So he, you know, Bashir says, I can stop this if I just, you know, basically make it so he doesn't, it's like a lobotomy, like he can't have these things anymore. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Jake has to make the decision and he's like, yeah, totally. So it turns out, guys. This is information brought to my attention, thanks to the wonderful people at Memory Alpha, that in this episode, the Bashir is wearing this first contact uniforms, first episode of Deep Space Nine to have these uniforms. In a later episode, we find Bashir is imprisoned in a labor camp of the Dominion, and he's wearing the old uniforms. Wait, what the fuck? 
So, in this episode, which happens prior to that episode, there is a Bashir uh-huh. who's wearing the new uniform. So, the speculation is that the this is a changeling who is filling in for Bashir. And nobody you know, knows it. I gotta be honest, Bashir felt a little more competent in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is not the Bashir. He knew, who, what, a, he knew what a human body was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bashir, hey, what is this? What's this? What's this thing growing here? I don't know. We have to wait for it to grow. I mean, it looks like a human body. We have to wait for it to grow. Um, I, I'm a scientist, and I wait for the observable data to present itself before making a, a judgment. This Bashir's like, oh yeah, he's got like brain spirits. We can just zap that out. <laughs> <laughs> because if we leave it in any longer, then you're going to find out a lot, a lot more of, about us. Stuff. You definitely don't want to know. What do you mean about what? Bashir, what us. are you saying? What do you mean <laughs> nothing. <us>? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Sorry. So yeah, like the, the idea uh, people present is like, is this changeling actually going out of its way to inc- like convince everybody to stop these visions from happening to Cisco? Because, you know, he gets these things that do pan out like the locusts in the sky heading towards Cardassia and stuff. Like Love that that's scene, a dim- Oh, so good. Um, he's like, we got to shut this down. We got to shut this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he knows too much. The prophets are telling him too much. That's uh, fucking crazy. Uh, I, that Cisco scene where he barges into the meeting had such a, like uh, drunk vibes, <laughs> Cisco just like barging into a business meeting, being like, "Guys, you don't do the don't do the deal. <laughs> They're screwing you. They're screwing you. Don't do the deal." Sorry, this is this is is that the guy who who pr- prepared Bajor to be accepted into the Federation? It's like, is it's all fucked up, man? It's all. I didn't mean to fuck you guys. I didn't mean to do it. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I told you to keep him in the hotel room. <laughs> Locust. Locust. In the sky. Uh, it's a great scene. I love it. Uh, there, There's this little scene where Odo is, is doing the most... He shouldn't be doing this, but he's figuring out what quarters to put everybody in. I and love this scene it's so, so good. much. He's like, With, where are we going to put this captain? Where who else is in this scene? It's Worf. Odo, Odo, Worf, Kira, and I and think Kira shows there. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Worf so is like, "God, we just do it. Like, <laughs> just get it done with." And I was like, "No, there is calculations to be done." <laughs> yeah, this is like organizing like who's staying where at a like a destination a wedding. wedding. Yeah, and I love every bit of it and I feel like we don't get enough of this sort of bullshit like bickering back and forth between people about stuff like this what, what I and really I wanted it. was like a, a succession moment where the captain that they you know that they were like well he has to have the same size quarters as an admiral because he commands a ship uh, yeah. and I just wanted him to like take Worf or Odo aside for a second before the meeting starts like hey can I talk to you real quick um, so I use my pad to just figure out the square footage of my room and it just seems slightly smaller than Admiral Watley's half a, half a meter uh, half smaller, smaller than Admiral Watley's so like, it's really important to, like, I know it's kind of like tradition thing and it shouldn't mean anything but I did notice and I just, <laughs> so we'll talk about it and then Cisco barges it Bezor 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 will fall Bezor will fall if he's like the Federation 
<laughs> Think of all the people, by the way. That there's seven thousand people on Deep Space Nine. That Cisco passed on his way to this. And I imagine, I imagine like, him passing a bunch of Bashorans, being like, "Go back to Bashor. Go back. You gotta you go, go back. You gotta go back." <laughs> I imagine him uh, like running through the halls like Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black One, and he's the cockroach yeah. man, <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, your, your. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> he's got like cockroaches falling out of his pant leg, <laughs> like locusts. He's got locusts falling out of his clothes. <laughs> This is like oh, trippy scene where Kai Wen is like talking to Cisco about how long his visions are going to go on, and she's like, "Are you ready to get fucked up some more?" Like it, <laughs> it kind of felt like a like a torture scene in a way, but he wanted to do it. Yeah. But she's like, "I'm just going to step outside while you get your mind rewired by staring into the orb." Insane. Yeah, I think can completely I, can, insane. Can, can we talk about? Oh no, that's inside the holodeck. Never mind. I was gonna say when he like superimposes the super blurry picture onto the obelisk, and you're like, "There's no way you're getting that. There's no way." He's like, I'm gonna figure it out. I didn't figure, figure it that. out. <laughs> but that's how this. Uh, that's how this. Um, this episode starts. Right? Is like it isn't it? Doesn't it start in on the the photo and it kind of like zooms yeah. out and they're all sitting there looking at it. Yep. Yeah. Love yeah. this. And I love. I love. Are you talking about when they get into the holodeck or no? No, Wait, I'm talking no, about Jadzia, uh, uh, oh, Kira, sorry, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. okay. Cisco at like the like I think pre-credit scene, and uh, and Jadzia's oh, like, yeah. what, what? Why are we looking at this? Like, <laughs> and you what, can see in Cisco's eyes how fucking psyched he is about this yeah. thing. He's like, oh yeah, look at this. This is thing. like a model awesome. for Picard, like a a, a ship in yeah. a bottle for ship Picard. In a bottle. <laughs> This opening scene reminded me how much I miss watching Captain Sisko do anything or Avery Brooks do anything on this show because I haven't watched DS9 in, in a while and he showed up and he's looking at this thing and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I miss this. Whatever this is, I miss it a lot. <laughs> he's so unhinged. and he I, I love his enthusiasm. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will note though that we, I mean, we've already ragged on it quite a bit, but it does look like hotel art. It does look like something that would just be in the lobby of a Holiday Inn. Yeah, something that looks- you know it's in all of all of Bejor's hotel lobbies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you, and we'll put a painting of Bahala right here. Uh, the other thing I'll note is Bahala definitely feels like the writer, like the temporary name for the Bajoran thing like it's like Valhalla but for Bajorans I'll just right. put Valhalla for now but we'll Bahala, we'll, we'll brainstorm one it's like the they lost city of Atlantis yeah yeah I got Atlantis <laughs> vibes also uh, this scene when uh they're crawling through the caves looking for Bahala and and Cassidy's like what are we doing down I, here yo <laughs> I love Cisco's that. like no, no 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 we're almost we're almost there trust me Right around this corner. (laughs) He basically pulls the thing where he's like, haven't seen my girlfriend in six months. She shows up and he's like, hey, do you want to go do this thing that only I really love and want to do with me? And she's like, I mean, I guess. And he's like, mining colony. Yeah, you're going to love it. (laughs) We're going to go down underground. Okay. 
<laughs> to like caves. You know, I just came back from a mining colony. No, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was a, this whole sequence of events before, leading up to it, where you have like him really focused on the thing and a Jake being like, I really think you should give Cassidy another chance. Like, and him just yeah. kind of like pushing it aside. And it kind of seemed like to Jake and to the audience that he's like, I don't, I don't want to give Cassidy the time of day. Like she fucked up. She did this thing, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we see him, he's in the hollow suite and she comes in and he's like, I've missed you. Like, yeah, I'm so excited to see you. And you're yeah. like, Oh, was he just like completely out of it? Like not in, not in mode to talk about that. Or has he had like a change of heart? Like, I think he's like hyper Zen, and again, I'm going to stick to my arrival theory that he's in his mind. He's still with her. Like, like yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, once. like we, like we're good. Don't worry about it, Jake. Like, I know how I end up. I know who I end up with. Hell yeah, <laughs> he knows what happens at the end of the series. Do you want to take a peek inside the uh, archives and then come yeah, back? I want to see what's going on in there. I want to before we go. I just want to say that Cisco's vest when he's laying down on the. Uh, oh thing is really cool and i forgot how cool the vests are we can continue <laughs> yeah, no it's a great vest it's the picard vest from first contact mm-hmm. though he doesn't know where to put the com badge did you notice that he puts the com badge on the gray part of yeah. the uniform hmm. i didn't notice that all right let's go in that archive accessing starfleet archives deep space nine the promenade simulating you may now enter the holodeck. Oh, gentlemen, thank you for wearing your whitewater rafting uniforms. Yeah, oh. yeah, of course. I mean, we were supposed to be on the river 20 minutes ago. Yeah, seriously. Yes, uh, it would seem that Captain Sisko is still running his obelisk program. Still? I don't, I don't get it. He, he solved it. Yeah, he solved He's, it. He solved it, but he, 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 I heard him saying that he could... He wants to hear the voices again and to vi- see the visions. So he's trying to spark yep, it. But but that's not going to happen. They took that part out of his brain. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, maybe he's just, you know, he's he's lost in the sauce. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but he's been getting pretty kooky uh, talking about uh, time and space being a baby. I don't know if you guys saw him walking around the halls the other day holding an imaginary baby and, like, talking about time and space. Yeah, he's starting to lose it a little bit. A bit much. Yeah. Pert, what's that data pad that you have there that you keep oh, looking at? Duh. Uh, that's why, kind of why I showed up. I mean, I want to go whitewater rafting with you guys, but also um, I'm filling this. Uh, it's basically like my will because uh, you guys know I don't have a family. They got killed in an accident. Yeah. Uh, or they just got killed. I think we don't, you've tried to tell sure. that story before, but we, we always <laughs> you know, get distracted. You know, we're not quite sure if it's an accident or whatnot, what happened. Kind of what happened is like uh, when my parents were kind of like, they were So what is there. with the data pad though? What, what is sorry. on it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I care about your parents, but no, no, I kind of don't a, care at the same time. It's I feel okay, like at sorry, this point, I, if it was that interesting, we would have actually gotten the okay. full story. No, I understand. I'm just, I kind of went through like an emotional trauma right there and I just kind of had to come back out of it so that I could explain to you what the pad is. Well, I'm um, glad we could knock you out of it. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, so the pad is basically like a will. Um, 
because uh, I'm just like I have this like intense fear of just immediately dying because you know we're floating around in space and like a little ball. So uh, what I've done is, you know, I just an, a list of instructions for who to uh, you know uh, make decisions for when I'm lying on the bed, you know, brain fried, whether you should like kill me or do a surgery or not. And I was wondering if like you guys, cause you know, my parents died in this accident and they still, they actually don't quite know what happened to that with the accident. Yeah. Just, it's probably because it doesn't it matter. Was. But yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's stupid. If, if, it doesn't really matter, but like, uh, uh, if, but like, if you were asking me, Pert, if I if I should be the executor of your will and the person who yeah. decides whether or not to say remove brain mm-hmm. electrons or something like that to that's yeah decide whether or not you die, yeah. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, that's kind of both. I kind of want both of you to do it, so it's not left up to one person. So you guys could have some. What happens you know, if we disagree? Yeah. Like what happens if he wants to keep you alive, but I want to put you down? Well, you'd kind of have to, you know, talk it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having like a really hard time. There's a lot of like emotions you, coming you up. You should stop thinking dead. about your parents. Be a third person involved. Like, what if we got like, uh, like Jake Cisco on board or something? Yeah, Jake would be a great. He's already done it before, so he, he would be a great tiebreaker. Yeah. He's a little. I feel like he's a little too sentimental, though. Like, I feel like if he saw someone dying, he'd like immediately be like, "What about Julian Bashir?" Oh, I would not trust Julian. <laughs> Ye- is it because you think this Julian is a changeling? Yes, I absolutely. Yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Julian's a yeah changeling. you guys think he's a changeling too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Gosh. Okay, I'm glad that you brought that up, Tom, because I thought I was the only one. I thought I was yeah. losing my mind. I'm glad yeah. that you you all agree. I he saw came into my office asking somewhere. for a bucket. He's like, I need a bucket. What? That's what? weird. Like, what? That's really for Odo? weird. And he said, not for Odo. And then he said, oh, yes, actually for Odo. Like, that's oh. He's like, oh, for Odo. For oh, Odo, okay. um, I I feel like the change happened somewhere around the time when we had the uniform switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I saw him slip slip in between the cracks of a door the other day, and I thought I was losing my mind. Right. You probably he, said, "Hey, Odo," right? I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Yeah, because he was coming out of the door, and he's like, and I was like, "Hey, Odo," and then he went, whoop, and he was Bashir, and I was like. Odo, what? It, why you look like Bashir? I thought you couldn't do the human thing very well. And then he just looked at me and was like, "Ta-ta!" And then he like, what he said, "Ta-ta!" to me. That's, it was really I've never seen him say that so before. It's oh. so. Tom, what made you think that that he might be a, a changeling? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I just one the, day I was the vibes were off, and I yeah. One day I was walking past Med Bay, and I I looked in, and he was just like whistling to himself. And Julian yeah. doesn't whistle no. to himself. Absolutely not. He can't I, whistle. He does not have the embouchure for it. Yeah. No. Hey, Tom, do you just curiosity? Do you think anyone else is a changeling? It seems like you have a good pulse on the <clears throat> changeling. Um, Odo. Vibe. Okay. That. Yeah. Everybody. That doesn't really count. Everyone knows that. You Odo asked me if I thought anyone else was a changeling, and I told you I think Odo might be a changeling. Well, I guess we're all agreed on Odo, both Odo and Julian. I mean. Yeah, good. Here's call. the thing: is originally I was not going to tell anybody, but since you two are kind of on board, I think I should report it that Bashir is a changeling. I don't know, because then like he's one of the top advice. You know, he's kind of top of the chain. What if we're wrong? If, yeah, we I accuse, don't think we're wrong, but like that that I guess small it would be embarrassing. Bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Also, like if he is a changeling and we report him, 
then he's coming after us. That's true. We probably shouldn't just, we should just not do anything about it. We should it. just keep doing our whitewater yeah. rafting expeditions. If he ever, I'm going to push the button again. Guys, is anyone else pissed off that he actually, that Cisco actually found Bahala? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, but like that was our spot. That, that was, was our the, Like yeah. whenever we would get shore leave, we would go there. It was awesome. No one knew about it. Do you guys remember the tire swing with the, the yeah, there's that I weird cave lake and there's that nice tire swing. And the, Tom, you, you were getting really close to being able to climb that obelisk barehanded. I, I almost got yeah. to the top. But once you started chip, like putting those chips, like once you got that pickaxe and we're yeah, that was awesome. chipping into it. To, I probably should not have put the coordinates in to the obelisk. No, yeah, that, that was, was bad. When but, you're doing that, I tried to ask, like, hey, why are you doing that? You know, because it seemed a little unsafe. <sighs> I don't know. It made it easier. Well, I think we all agreed that the the l- very simple little bunch of rock hologram that we put there, would nobody yeah. would be able to crack that. But yeah. Francisco just fired a phaser right just into it. Just fired a phaser into it. Mm. These profits. It's so annoying. <sighs> you ring the bell again? Yeah. Oh, look, look, uh, Julian's walking. Quote, unquote, Julian's walking by. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Guys, look at his finger. Look at his finger. Do you think he's genetically enhanced? No, he's just a changeling. No, he's, yeah. Okay. Why would he be genetically enhanced? That seems kind of dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Just get that feeling. You're just getting the vibe? You're getting a vibe. This right. is where we insert the improv. <clears throat> improv. Um, I, I think that should be noted is they were eating KFC throughout the entire improv scene, the entire <laughs> archival scene. Yeah, they were in white rider rafting. Uh, <laughs> you get it. And, but they had just giant buckets <laughs> each of KFC. They actually had a boat, the white rider rafting boat with them that they were sitting in, yeah. in the hallway eating <laughs> KFC. <laughs> Uh, okay. I love this scene where uh, he's in the hollow suite and Quark comes in and is like, "Hey, uh, I want to close. Can can you can you be out? done? Like and and Cisco's like, "What are you talking about? I've only been in here a couple hours." He's like, "No, you've been in here all day." <laughs> and it, it, I feel like we've all had that like that moment where we're playing a video game mm-hmm. we're like so engrossed in the video game and then like your roommate comes home from work or something and you're like whoa what what the fuck time Eight, is it six o'clock already <laughs> jesus christ there's like, a, there's like an intense wave of initial shame of like uh, i should have done oh. anything today but i <laughs> you know you know when Cork comes in and he's like what time it's 3 a.m he got that pit that stomach wrenching pit of anxiety of I gotta wake up in four hours. Wasted the day. <laughs> Shit, I have to wake up in four hours. I gotta be in ops. I gotta talk. Uh, I I think I oh, okay. I'll, I'm gonna go turn this thing off. Yeah, <laughs> immediately gets electrocuted. <laughs> electric. And I love that this whole situation happens because Quark is just like. Hey, I got some uh, some cool pleasure mazes. Smash, you want to do that? Smash cut. <laughs> Smash cut to Quark inside uh, Odo's uh, like office, and Odo being like, "Dude, you got to keep these things up to date." And Quark's like, "It's not my fault. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. O'Brien's supposed to O'Brien it, and Rom is supposed to Rom it, but O'Brien's making Rom for O'Brien Do other things. O'Brien it, and O'Brien can't Rom. <laughs> Duh. And, and I was like, I mean, it makes sense. I ever, Somehow you're, the language you're speaking makes sense. I mean, this all makes a lot of sense, but you're still under arrest. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's, I so I always forget how sassy uh, Odo is. Sorry, this isn't in the holodeck, but he's okay. just full of sass, and it's fantastic. He's just such a grumpy old man. He's just it's a awesome. grumpy, grumpy, sassy old man. <laughs> uh, it's really great. So Cisco just sits in here and looks at the thing. That's just, it. It's kind of yeah, all it does. The scene where he, like I said earlier, where he's just like uh, superimposed grid uh 34 onto the obelisk <laughs> yeah. and, and then he's like image enhance and then it enhances it almost too perfectly and i'm like are I, you telling me no one's ever thought to look at the reflection in the waterfall for 200,000 years 20,000 years or whatever yeah <laughs> he's the, he's the emissary man he just had a little inspiration because of his visions and stuff it's all it's all the god's plan okay cuz they don't they want him to find it you know so here's a question. Was he going to start having these visions or these ideas before the panel exploded him? Or yeah, that's a good question. I don't think so. So he at this I, point he's just like a dad in a garage, like really yeah. into something. <laughs> and I think I think I still don't think he's having these visions. I still think Ooh. it's you don't I still, I still think it's just like he got shocked and now he's having like well, it, science wins out over religion, in my my opinion on this one. Th- this does add a like a good question for the whole episode, and they have that kind of conversation on the bridge when Kira and Worf are talking about faith, and O'Brien and Jedzy are like, "I hope you don't fucking kill Cisco," <laughs> and and uh, what's her name is like, "It'll be fine." Kira. God is great. Yeah, yeah. Kira's yeah. like God is great, and then Worf is like these dumbasses don't understand. Faith is the way. I re- really enjoyed that. I just feel like his a lot of uh, um, in general a lot of his like visions are very much those same ideas in in human history of like people having these visions that are very general. That like yeah, I, I could say locusts are gonna fly over the United States. And at but some it did point, happen. At some point, it's going to happen. But it did happen. <laughs> I, I, I like, I admire that. It's something I noticed, especially in this episode. And generally, in Deep Space Nine, they try to create a scientific link to religious stuff. I mean, it happens mm-hmm. in the first episode where they're like, oh, the prophets are actually just wormhole aliens. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. aliens who don't experience time like we do so it makes sense that they would think non-linearly and they would be able to be prophets but mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what prophets are and in this episode Bashir slash changeling Bashir is like um yeah like the stuff that's happening to him is because of the rewiring of his brain it's going to kill him but it's all scientific like we understand what's going on and it's link it seems to be linking him to the prophets I don't think the prophets are like made this happen, but it is something yeah. that is happening and they knew would happen because they experienced time lot non-linearly. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. That's fascinating. I never thought about that. Or it's like, it's like he's tapping into the way that they experience things. So that's why he's able to see locusts and stuff 
Mm-hmm. The locusts, and you know the the minion chips do look like bugs. They look like they look like com badges from Discovery. <laughs> oh my god, that's fascinating though. I feel like I uh, we don't get a lot of that in other tracks at all. Yeah, because other tracks are of... like religion is dumb. If you meet a religious planet in the, like the next generation, you're like, how Bunch are decades. they dumb? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in this, yeah. it, it I mean, it also depicts the the dangers of. Like Kaiwen is a hundred percent the the person who uses religion to further her her goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Cynically, and poor Kira um, is always like, oh, "Gosh, I guess I have to do this." Like every time a really a big religious thing happens with Bezor, she's like, yeah. "I have to do it." And then by the end of the episode, <laughs> I was like, "Well, that sucked, but yeah, I learned I a lesson. To do it. I had to I do had it. To do it. <laughs> I just I had to." <laughs> She's the Catholic grandma with the picture of the Pope on a mantle. It's like, well, you know, I guess I had to. I had to I do had it. To do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to no. type? There's not a lot going on in this episode. I mean, there's the whole, which we didn't really talk too much about, but the whole admit it's into uh, Starfleet. Into Starfleet, into this Federation of Planets. Um, I like I love that Quark has these the the color the flags, flags for for and and that they, of course they mess it up. I love that just simple dumb comedy. Of, no, not the Klingon one. Like he had it ready just in case the Klingons took over the space line. He's got a bunch. He's got them all over the place. Yeah. He's ready for everything. Because he's such an opportunist, yeah. man. Like, yeah. He's even got like a Borg one. He's like, I can make this work. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we can figure it out. <laughs> I'm not resisting. I just want profit. Because <laughs> uh, as we know, the Borg don't assimilate Ferengi. They don't. They don't? I didn't know Oh, because they're not a threat. Yeah. They just want to make money. That's all. Yeah, exactly. When do we find that out? I think some point in Voyager Seven's like, oh yeah, we don't we don't assimilate Ferengi. That's there's, there's no point. Yeah, I remember that actually. <laughs> They're not yeah. going to add any benefit to our civilization, <laughs> uh, which is oh, um, I I think that I want to point out is when Cisco was first looking at the obelisk art in his quarters on the little mm-hmm. screen, and you can just tell he has a moment where he's like, this isn't going to work. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I got to go to the hospital. So you really get a better idea. <laughs> it's like you looking at a picture on your phone, and you're like, I, gotta get on the I can't computer. see the detail on this. I got to get the you're computer like screen to up. Pinch it open, and you're like, it's just. Fuck, it's more like my computer. It's more like have you ever gone to a site that's not optimized for the phone? Oh, so you're sitting yeah. there trying to oh, like yeah. press like check check a box that like you like, could do what? really easily. You're like. I t- you're trying to zoom in on the phone. It's, it's like, like now, all right, gotta moving. get the laptop out. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get this thing. Uh, now I can see it. Now, now I, can I can see. see. It. God, <laughs> <laughs> this is why nobody could figure this out. They didn't have hollow suites. They could just they're just looking at this tiny painting. <laughs> <sighs> all right, yeah. shall, shall we, we uh, rank it? Rate it. Rank a rate. Let's do it. Let's rank a rate this. <clears throat> Dialogue. Sponsored by KFC. Rank a rate. Uh, Sponsored by KFC. By KFC. The Drask system by KFC. Um, I don't know. There was only one line that stuck out to me, and it was when Cork said, Time flies when you're having fun. And he's just, Cisco's just <laughs> sitting there, like looking, staring at an obelisk. And his line about the pleasure mazes. <laughs> pleasure was pretty mazes. funny. 
There's a surprise at the end of every maze. One point five. Like, Fuck you, dude. Yeah, one point five. Okay. I'm gonna go with a one. I'm just gonna do a two. There was nothing particularly bad, but I. Uh, okay, I'll do. I'll, I'll go down to one point five. Actually, it has to Ooh. distinguish itself. Okay, romance. I like that's a big, big old smoocheroozy. There's oh, some like romance there in kisses. yeah with Cassidy and uh, smoochies. Like it's a reunion, like reuniting. Yeah, that's true. And he's he's accepting. He doesn't like be like, no, you're a terrorist. Yeah, there was no negotiation on that. He's just like, hey, do you want to go on a weird field trip with me? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm really into yeah. this thing called uh, curling. Do you want to come <laughs> curl with me? Yeah. Hey, you've been gone for six months, and I've gotten into some really weird hobbies just to kill really the time. Really got into lawn bowling. Do you want to go, you go yeah. lawn bowling with me? <laughs> it's me and a bunch of old guys in the park. <laughs> the good news is I've been faithful. The bad news is, yeah, this is this is like uh, a significant others reconnecting after like the pandemic where they didn't stay in the same house for some reason. And it's been a year oh and they're like, hi, it's so nice to see you. And like, Hey, I just started collecting baseball cards. You want to come to the card shop with me? <laughs> they're like, Oh no, what happened? Oh, God. <laughs> I did what I had to do. When we zoomed every night, you seemed very normal. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see behind my computer. <laughs> Seven hours of the day. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to go with a two. I don't know. Three. Oh, those seem, those feel low to me. But I, I will there. I will up those numbers by giving it a four because I thought it was just a nice genuine human moment. That's true. Three point uh, five. You sold me. Ha ha. All right, Stand holding strong at two though, Dylan. Stand back. Okay, action. Um, um, panel zap. Just a panel zapping. That's about it. There's the panel zapping. For me, that earns a one point five. That's like falling in the water. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think yep, that's a one. That sounds. Yeah, I that think sounds it's a good. one for me. I, th- I, th- I think Avery Brooks's stunt double ate that day, so he got he got to enjoy the catering. Oh, you bet. What did he say, Darius? For you, one point five. One point. So it's, that's a one point five across the board. Dylan gave it a one. I oh, give it a one. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I was gonna have to torture myself to try to figure out a way to make Quinteros into one point five taros. One point five taros. Suspense. This is probably what is the strong. obelisk? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, what's going on? What's is he gonna figure it out? <laughs> but it's still not <laughs> suspenseful. Yeah. Is he gonna figure it out? I'm gonna give it a <laughs> two. I'll give it a two. A strong two. <laughs> But Jan, is he going to figure it out? Is he going to figure it out? Is he going to figure it out? (laughs) I'm going to go with a two also. I think that's that's good. Two. Camp? You know what? Going back to suspense real quick, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Because does the shock kill him? We don't know until after the commercial (laughs) break. Got to wait three minutes. That's true. Okay. Uh, for, Uh, For camp, I... I love that this obelisk is clearly, it's got that, you know what the texture of this is? You know, th- yeah. th- that sort of foamy, like, hard to describe <laughs> this, but you know when they like make ice, like fake ice places? It mm-hmm. it has the texture of, um, what is it? Um, fried chicken? Yeah, fried mm. ch- Kentucky fried chicken, KFC. <laughs> um, no, it's um, uh, for flowers. 
the flower foam that they stick yes. flowers into that like yes. crumbles really easily. Oh, yeah. That green yeah. stuff. And they That's spray it painted is. it beige because yeah. everything yeah. is beige and beige or it's got <gasps> that weird shininess in it. Yep. Uh, so That's wild. I also, this what? is the most time I think we just get to linger in the hollow suite like this. And I noticed this in the little holes, I think they just put CDs back there. I just think they put little <laughs> compact discs and they're really trippy and like reflective. These ones? Yeah, those yeah, ones. Yeah, the ones that are right behind you, Darius. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the three. There's some good cheese in here. The pleasure maze line is pretty funny. Oh, and he's got all the maps just like lying around Lying him. Just drew yeah. around him. <laughs> just like unfold yeah. crazy. 3.5. Uh, I will also give it a 3.5. And finally, the stakes. Is he going to figure it out? Is he going to figure it out? Doesn't he figure it out? <laughs> I mean, the stakes, he could have died. He could he have could died. Have died. That's true. He could have stakes died. Stakes are pretty high. But there's really no stakes other than that. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll get a 2.5. Two. Two. All right. Computer, what is our final score? Calculating. 2.24. This episode has no business being as high as it is. I think we were a little liberal with some of this stuff. Go for it. (laughs) I think it's about right. It's pretty low. It's like two across the board. Okay. That's above Practical Joker and below Schisms. I didn't realize Schisms... Ranked so low, but I guess it's just because they just make a table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the episode where they just try to make remember a what a table is? <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is literally, it is ranked lower than the episode where they make a table. <laughs> hey, what that was, was that thing you laid on? Though. It was this table. <laughs> the, the, this one is make an obelisk and... Add a skin to it, like they. He's like Animal Crossing an obelisk. <laughs> Ranks. I think that's about right. I think the dress system actually yeah, I think scored this it. appropriately. I think, we could, I think there's definitely a tier of holodeck episode that is recreate a thing that we need to look at. Yeah, like there's absolutely. a tier. We have to create genres. That's what it is. Gen- it's like oh. genres of holodeck episode, and this is a. <laughs> Recreator. This is re- uh, a recreation. Yeah. Recreation. Yeah. We definitely need to log all of the um, character creator episodes in Voyager because yeah. there's one that I just watched where Blana is going to have a kid and she goes into the character creator and starts like simulating what the kid's going to look like. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's wild. How often do people like go on a first date and they're like, what would our kids look like? And go into the. It's like he's hot, but he's like a hot Klingon, you know. And I'm a human. And I just, I'm just curious. Like, is sometimes those people are very beautiful, but sometimes they look a little weird. Sometimes it's weird. weird. Sometimes it's weird. It's not because it's wrong. <laughs> oh um, well. I can't, well that was what should we do next fun. week? Yeah. Yeah. What do we want to do next week? Skin of evil. That's where Yar meets the Blob. The blob. Let's what? watch Skin of Evil. Oh, let's do fuck Skin of yeah. Evil. Is that the, the weird black <laughs> yep. blob thing? Yep. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. We'll do Skin okay. of Evil. Yeah. Skin of Evil. TNG season it. one, episode twenty three. Skin of Evil. Sounds good. I'd also by by the way, we could do another low deck soon because it's been a while. It has. Right. I forgot that they're we coming didn't out. Do all of those. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll do Skin of Evil this week, and maybe after that, we'll do lower decks. Sound good? Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome.
Well, uh, once again, thank you to our sponsors, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's 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 listen to that. Uh, let's listen to that indie source. Uh, yeah, um, signature uh, signature again. And ready right now. Man, it's so smooth. Oh, uh, Dylan, awesome. I saw you nodding awesome. off there, Dylan. I saw you like. Sorry, what be, was that? You were being lulled to sleep there by the dulcet tones of the. It's just so peaceful and nice. You know, it's like such a peaceful. Sound. I mean, I listen. You know how like people are like, "Hey, if you like do work or you study while listening to Mozart, it makes you smarter uh-huh. and retain it." I think it's actually scientifically proven that this state, this signature for Indosaurus <laughs> does the same thing. So, totally. Yeah. If uh, you want to download it, you could definitely. I mean, I don't know. Maybe don't download it. You can't download it, but there'll be some something you could probably listen to it if you go to the Indosaurus Discord. Yeah. Uh, no, check out check out the Community Source Discord and check out our Discord. Both the links will be in our link tree, uh, mm-hmm. which you can find on our Instagram at Trek to the Holodeck. And then from there, you can find all of the other social stuff that we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. And uh, yeah, so you're going to subscribe to our Instagram. It's probably the best place to go for our stuff and our Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, the computer yeah. voice that you heard throughout this episode was provided by Verona Blue. Yeah. The uh, those delicious jams that is our intro and outro music is uh, a song by Bodyline and it's used with permission by the Midwest Collective. Check them out and on you can find account. all of these episodes on any podcasting place that you find your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, yeah. Google Podcasts, Spotify. And uh, make sure to subscribe to us and give us a little ranking or a thumbs up or whatever. So you, you know, if you like this. You don't have to, but if you like it, yeah, please don't do that. Please don't review us though, based on the quality of the bucket of KFC chicken that you're eating. Right, well, yeah. right. That you've received. We have no from control us. over that. Delivery. Yeah, <laughs> our quality control team isn't very good. But if you do receive a a, a bucket of bu- chicken from us, don't be alarmed. Oh, God. Um, okay, we've taken the bit too far. Uh, uh, do you know who's not CBS? a sponsor? <laughs> CBS All Who? Access. Because they're no longer around. You know who else is a sponsor? Paramount Plus. Because we are a fan podcast. We have nothing to do with any of the Star Trek rights holders. Nope. We just do this for fun, for the love of the game. Leave us alone. That chicken money. (laughs) That chicken money. (laughs) So uh, thanks for listening. Hope you uh, have a good rest of your week and uh, end program. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.